his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Five oh five, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is a Monday afternoon, and I have to tell you, there is a brand new Dinesh D'Souza movie. I am so excited to see it. I haven't seen it yet, but. Based on his other work, and these films that Dinesh has done throughout the years are so meaningful, so well done. Um, And they've spoken to me. Many of them have spoken to me, if you will, and enlightened me like 2,000 Mules uh, last year. So I'm excited about this, and I'm I'm thrilled to uh, welcome Dinesh D'Souza to the uh, program. Dinesh, thank you for being here. Hey, it's my pleasure. I'm very excited about the new film, and there's an urgency to it because of some of the developments that are just going on all around us, uh, making America into a country that's, I think, for many people, unrecognizable from what it was. Well, that's what I think is is exactly spot on, Dinesh. It's it's the United States of America in name only in certain places, it seems. What, what, What is it that you see emerging, and what do you address in police state? Well, the reason I called it police state is because I wanted the film to carry a certain kind of a punch. You know, I I came to the United States a generation ago as a teenager, and I was amazed and struck by the opportunity and abundance of America, but also this idea that I was coming to a country with basic liberties uh, enumerated in the Bill of Rights that are not really up for political negotiation. You have a right to free speech a right to conscience, a right to assemble and petition the government, a right to equal justice under the law. And suddenly I realize I'm living in an America where all these basic rights, one by one, have been abridged or threatened or jeopardized and in some cases fully taken away. Well, would I look at police state and say, huh, I think Dinesh talked about this a couple of years back in Death of a Nation. Well, Death of a Nation did trace the sort of fascist streak that was developing on the left. It anchored it in history, so it gave it a certain type of of context. But here, I'm simply looking at police states around the world. I mean, think about North Korea, China, Iran, the old Soviet Union. What were the things that those unfree societies have in common? Number one, mass surveillance of citizens. We have that. Systematic censorship. We have that. The attempt to create a one-party state to lock up the leader of the opposition party. We have that. Criminalization of political differences. We have that. Uh, Abridgment of religious freedom. Going after the church. We have that. 
political prisoners. We have to a degree that. So Mm -hmm. I suddenly realized that all these kind of characteristic elements of tyranny, of unfree societies, of police states, have now emerged to one degree or another right here in the United States. Wow. Dinesh D'Souza is joining us, and I want to remind you that you can certainly check out his website, DineshD'Souza.com. He's on Instagram and uh, X and the rest of it. Um, some some great, great sources there in this brand-new film called Police State. So, so what is number one on the list, Dinesh? Is it the effort by this White House to simply shut down any and all dissent? Is that the biggest example of the police state? No, absolutely not, because shutting down dissent is annoying. I mean, let's just say you're thrown off social media or even you're ostracized or even that you lose your job. Those are bad things to happen to you. But something far worse to happen to you is if they grab you and they put you in prison and it's for something you said or something that you believe or something that you did that nobody else goes to prison for. So ultimately, I think a police state is when the whole country becomes a prison. Now, we're not there yet. We're not a full-fledged police state. In fact, I even say in the movie, if we're a full-fledged police state, I couldn't have made the movie. So we're on our way to a full-fledged police state, and the movie is a kind of warning. I mean, I liken it to almost a, an animal that sees a predator in the trees and is trying to alert the rest of the grazing happy antelopes that, listen, we are all in danger and we need to take some protective action. Well, it it sounds an awful lot like uh, what my friend uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman talks about. Some of us are sheepdogs, some of us are sheep. And then you've got to be on guard to protect those who are who are unaware. Uh, One of the problems you will face, of course, is that you you unfortunately I think through the years have had difficulty getting as much exposure as one of these these Hollywood films, right? Well, it's a battle, and it's a battle yeah. partly because of the wall of censorship that blocks you. I mean, these days it's hard for me to advertise a film, let's just say, on Facebook or even on YouTube. There's massive suppression going on on those platforms. Now, X is a little bit of a different matter. It's a lot better. But look, I mean, with 2,000 mules, we got, you know, a probably 10 million or 15 million people to see that film. It's going to be the same or a bigger number with police states. So I have a way of using the theaters, but also social media and also radio and other forms of advertising to really get the word out. And when people see the film, they become like apostles and evangelists for it because the beauty of a film is it doesn't just talk about a police state. People are going to be skeptical. Well, yeah, I know, but it's not going to happen here. We've never had any experience of that in this country In a movie, you can actually have lots of ordinary people who are going about their normal life and they come right up against the police state, what Orwell calls the boot stamping on the human face. And so you can really bring it home to people in a unique way. Dinesh D'Souza joining us, talking about his new film, Police State. Uh, Dinesh, do you mind giving us one or two examples that uh, we may very well see in uh, Police State when we view it? I'll just give a small example that's related to January 6th, but it's new information. It's not something people know anything about. Okay. So the, um, the TSA and the, um, and the Department of Homeland Security have collected all the names of all the people who went to Washington, D.C. between January 5th and January 7th. They got this actually from the TSA, from the manifest, from the airline manifest. Now, the interesting point is, You could have gone to D.C. for any reason. You could be a business guy going for a meeting. You could be a kid who's going to spend the weekend with your dad. It doesn't matter. 
you are now on a sort of terrorist watch list. And to this day, two years later, there are air marshals that follow you when you get on an airplane. And this may seem kind of crazy, but it's important to realize that police states are crazy. They operate bureaucratically. They make lists. They don't discriminate carefully between people who did something. The guys I'm describing didn't go to the Trump rally. They certainly didn't go into the U.S. Capitol. But nevertheless, they are on a list and are being watched right now. How do you know about the list? Because there is an air marshal whistleblower named Asanya Labosco. She's head of the air marshal council. And so she comes and describes it. And she's been making this public accusation. She's complained to the TSA and to the Department of Homeland Security. Very often in these cases, instead of denying it, they try to get the person who's blowing the whistle ousted. And so there are a lot of informants and whistleblowers in this movie because I wanted to show people the architecture of the police state, how it's constructed, like who's behind this evil sausage-making machine. And also a very interesting question is, in an organization like the FBI or the DHS, you obviously have a lot of decent people, normal guys with a wife and a family. So how do you get good people to do bad things? Wow. Uh, th- this is chilling, Dinesh. I'm, I'm thinking just on a personal basis. Uh, I have a son who is uh, doing an internship in D.C., and I'm thinking, my God, if, if I had flown into D.C. between those dates just to see him, to take him out to dinner, to say, oh, look, your, you know, your, your, your dorm looks nice, you're telling me I'm now on that list. Is there anything I can do to get my name off that flippin' list? No. And in fact, I found out I had the woman on my podcast today, Sonia Labosco, and she said something that I didn't know, which is not even in the film. She goes, not only would you be on that list, but you will be followed, not just on the plane. It's not like you get on the plane and the air marshal joins you with the backpack and he sits, you know, five rows behind you. No, you will be followed from the time you leave your house till you arrive at your destination. If you then sit down with your son and have dinner, there's a good chance he'll end up on the list. Wow. Oh my god. And that's right now. That that is that is chilling. That is police state. So I I have to ask about getting it viewed. Look, with 2000 mules there were many of us who became almost Dinesh D'Souza ambassadors. I can't tell you how many times I invited people, shared, you know, the the free link for 2000 mules because I thought it was one of the most important films frankly in my lifetime so is that going to be the same with police state i think so in fact i would say that this is even much more cinematic than 2000 meals just because of the nature of the topic look this is kind of our release week so we are in the theater two days october 23rd and october 25th monday and wednesday and the tickets are at policestatefilm.net And then Friday, which is the 27th of October, a virtual premiere where you can watch from home. And it's the full movie and a live Q&A with Dan Bongino and me to follow and all for the price of a movie ticket. But all the tickets have to be from the website. You cannot get them from the theater or Fandango or one of those movie sites. You have to go to policestatefilm.net. Net. All right. I want to make sure that we have that right so I can share that with everybody. Uh, the trailer just just looks uh, fantastic. I'm trying to see if we've got some uh, some local places uh, where we might be able to uh, to send people. You've also got Nick Cersei, uh, who who's part of this, correct? And I, I've been following him on Twitter now X, it seems like forever. He plays our FBI kind of bad guy because I wanted to show give the police state a face. And so we have some 
we have a lot of actual footage of dash cam footage and surveillance footage, but we also have some recreations. And Nick Searcy is kind of our star, and of course, he does an amazing job. Wow. Well, uh, give us a, a little more, because, again, I want people to go. It's policestatefilm.net, policestatefilm.net, and then uh, coming up after that, you'll be able to watch it uh, online. Now, you said there's going to be a Q&A session. G- give us a sense. Do we have to submit these ahead of time? Is it going to be in a live time situation, Dinesh? You know, the remarkable thing about this virtual premiere, which is something we did for 2,000 meals. In fact, we had 80,000 people around the country. What you do is you buy a ticket on the website, and in a sense, you're participating in a massive sort of Zoom call. You zoom in, and your face appears as a tiny face on a massive screen. And so people are able to type in questions as the Q&A is going on. And of course, we'll have an MC or we'll have a host They'll be popping the questions to me and Dan Bongino. We'll be answering them. So all of this will immediately follow. This is a live event, and it is uh, 8 p.m. Eastern on Friday, October 27th. Uh, tell me about the the future, Dinesh. I watched, as I said, I, I've seen so many of your films, and, and there are moments where I come away from them thinking, man, we are just screwed six ways to Sunday, and uh, if people would watch 2,000 Mules and you know what happened, maybe we've got an opportunity. Am I going to watch Police State and say, well, that's it, we're, we're at the end, or are you saying that, that we can still fight back against this? There are actually many ways to fight back. I think the most important thing is I'm trying to send a message to conservatives and Republicans, patriots, Christians, that look, the first thing to do is to recognize the situation you're in. You know, I think of Jimmy Stewart and the man who shot Liberty Balance. If you're in a small town and there's lots of law and order and a good sheriff, then you can be kind of a, as Jimmy Stewart says, he's kind of like a law books guy. He doesn't really want to go get his gun. doesn't matter if there are outlaws. He's, going to, he's above that. He's a man of principle. But you know what? You go out in a covered wagon out west. You've got outlaws encircling your homestead. They want to burn your ranch and, like, rape your wife, kill your kids. Then you, you can't say, well, I'm not going to go get my rifle because I'm better than that. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make a record of this and I'm going to get out to my law books. You, you know, this would be a complete failure to grasp the situation you're in. I think if we grasp the situation we're in as Americans, we will rise up and stop this police state. Are you worried about the police state coming for you? No. I actually have come to believe, and I've had a little bit of experience with the police state. I mean, I did eight months in overnight confinement for a technical violation. And look, I mean, I did I did break the law, and I should have gotten the same penalty as anyone else who did the same thing, which in this case would have been a community service and maybe a fine. But the truth of it is I felt the full power of the federal government go after me. This was 2013. And then I saw it as kind of a one-off. I thought, okay, I made a movie about Obama. He's a vindictive narcissist. He's, you know, he's kind of getting going after me. I didn't see my case as a prelude or precursor to what would happen to Carter Page, Papadopoulos, Michael Flynn, Roger Stone, of course, now Trump. So the police state has rapidly escalated under Biden. Wow. He's just a dirty guy, isn't he? Well, he's sort of like the crooked old mafia boss. You know, people, some people think he's like, Okay, he's a little demented, maybe. Maybe he has dementia, but he's also deeply corrupt, and I think also he has a vicious streak. Now, if you ask me, is he the one fully running the police state? No. He's in the canoe, but I don't think he's fully steering the canoe. (laughs) 
Uh, I think you are so spot on. How on earth, if I can ask you, how on earth did your daughter look at what you had done, understand how you had been targeted and abused in my in my personal opinion, and then say, well, damn it, I, I got to fight back, too. She's a courageous young lady. No, absolutely. I mean, I think when you come up close with this, see, part of the problem is that most Americans have no experience of this. And in fact, as a country, we have no history of it. The United States temperamentally is like defined by a certain kind of huckleberry Finn innocence, which is like, whoa, you know, life is good. But I think when you experience it, you have a completely different perspective. And I've experienced it. And in the film, you get to experience it at least vicariously. I think it's like a wake up call. Wow. Well, listen, uh, the the closest theater theater for us is going to be Fredericksburg. We'll make sure that we get all those links up to Nash. We'll put them all over uh, our social media places. We'll steer people again to policestatefilm.net, policestatefilm.net. Hopefully folks will uh, buy the ticket there and uh, be part of this live event as well. Dinesh, listen, man, I number one, I always appreciate you coming on the show. Number two, uh, I, I appreciate you having the, uh, as Vince McMahon used to say, the testicular fortitude to stand up and, uh, and fight the good fight. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you, my friend. That is Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh's latest film is called Police State. Uh, it, it sounds, I'm going to say terrifying, and it, not terrifying in the, you know, it's almost Halloween sort of sense. Oh, look, it's a scary monster. It's a this, it's a that. But this this Leviathan that has uh, taken hold, uh, folks like Joe Biden, who who are firmly convinced that they have the right to shut down any of us. Dinesh D'Souza is a bright guy. He's a tough guy. Uh, he's a Dartmouth grad, and I, I I loved the Dartmouth campus. That was one of the places Harry was looking at. Uh, and, and I'm going to tell you that Dartmouth attracts really smart people, but it also attracts a lot of far left-wing people. Uh, how Dinesh made it out of there, I don't know, but the latest film is called Police State. Again, the closest location to us, I'm looking at places here uh, in our beloved Commonwealth, it's going to be Fredericksburg, the Marquee Cinema's South Point. And uh, they've got tickets for this evening at 7 o'clock, so you could jump online right now, policestatefilm.net, policestatefilm.net. If you're out near Fredericksburg, get your tickets now, go this evening. Uh, They have another showing, same location, Marquee Cinemas in South Point on October the 25th. That's going to be Wednesday, 7 p.m. If you're listening to us out in uh, in Hampton Roads or in uh, Virginia Beach, you've got a couple of locations there. And then up in uh, northern Virginia, locations in Fairfax and Alexandria. Oh, and uh, Roanoke and Winchester, if you're uh, listening to us on the uh, the Odyssey app. Those would be the places uh, uh, that you could go. Again, there's going to be a live uh, virtual screening, as Dinesh describes it, this Friday. Same thing, you would go to policestatefilm.net. Policestatefilm.net. Get your uh, tickets there. And uh, we should definitely have Dinesh back again. Honest to God, it's been, it, it really has been a long time. And uh, I'm happy to say, and no offense to anybody else, but I'm happy to say that uh, Jeremy, 
who is uh, the executive producer of this year's little show, really staying on top of things like this and saying, hey, didn't so-and-so and remember his such-and-such and no fear in terms of reaching out, which is a really important thing to have when you're talking about a producer. So we'll have Dinesh back uh, in a couple of weeks, if that's possible, just to see how the film was received. And I- I'm going to be curious to know if he gets any pushback. I'm, I'm fearful that uh, he might very well get some uh, bad things uh, at least said about him, if not uh, done towards him. Later this week, I don't know if we've got a date locked in yet, but uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, Professor Emeritus from Harvard University. Uh, I I had described uh, Professor Dershowitz as retired. I don't know, it was last week or the week before I was filling in on one of the national programs, and I said, they said oh, no, no, no. Professor Emeritus, so uh, Professor Emeritus from Harvard University, Alan Dershowitz, a little bit later this week. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.